So welcome to the International Dragon Thunder Summit. And uh, my next guest is a, a beautiful lady from Dragon Flame Healing. And she's in uh, Johannesburg in South Africa. So I hand you over to her now and she's going to be talking with us all the beautiful dragons that have been keeping her up all night. So hopefully she's got enough energy to share with us. So who are you? Hi, everybody. Hi, Kev. Thank you so much. Um, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for putting this together. And your dragons are amazing. And everybody's dragons are amazing. But um, this is huge. This is a really special occasion that we can all come together and share our dragons. So thank you so much to Kev and uh, his spirit team for putting this together. Um, my team has been super excited. No sleep at all. Um, we have so much to share, but I'm telling them, let's tone it down a bit. Let's not scare the people away. Um, so I'm Phoenicia. I am in South Africa. I am the owner of Dragon Flame Healing. Um, since birth, I've been able to see things, hear things, um, get messages, but I didn't know that that was happening to me. So for a long time, um, I thought I was losing my damn mind. I thought I was crazy. I thought <laughs> maybe I'm cursed. I didn't know what was happening. And we were in a small um, place in South Africa where we um, had apartheid, where we were separated. So we were in a um, small Indian town and we weren't exposed to things. We didn't know there were such things as dragons and and um, gods and goddesses from all over the globe, not just in the Hindu or in the Christian, because I'm both. My both my parents, my mother's Christian, and my father's Hindu. And it took us a long time to figure out what was happening to me. Uh, my parents also didn't know. So for many years, we went out trying to find people to tell me what's going on. Why is this happening? Why am I constantly collapsing? Why am I getting nightmares? Um, and I tried to run away from it. So I started traveling and I did enjoy the traveling. I, I don't regret any of it. I explored and I got to learn about myself and the world, but I didn't learn about my truth and remembering who I am. And eventually I found a medium who confirmed that everything that I was going through was actually real. I wasn't just seeing things. Um, and I realized that I am a psychic medium and intuitive. Um, and I started my healing journey. I started Reiki, crystal healing and all that good things. And then I came to a point where I was like, okay, I learned all of this. What do I do now? And then the dragons came. And this was in 2019. And they burst through. They burst through guns blazing. And they told me to call it Dragon Flame Healing. They told me what the logo should look like, what the colors are, um, the services I should offer, and the pricing as well. And they said to me with the logo, they were like, if you think of all the elements, so fire, water, um, earth, and air, and you put all of that energy and frequencies together, that is what the dragon flame is. It's balance. It's 
you know, the entirety of the world and galaxies and dimensions. And they said, that's what the logo is. That's what it looks like. So if you look at my logo, it's just like a ball, like a flame, but it's not a hot burning flame. It's a cool healing flame. Um, so I was like, okay, let's do this. And ever since I started the business, it's just been crazy. I've met a lot of people and I've learned how to channel the dragons and to inspire and to motivate. So I said to the dragons, okay, I'm gonna be part of the summit. What do you want me to talk about? Let me know what message you have for everybody, not for people, not only for people who are dragons or who are kings and queens or riders, but for every single person on this planet who will come across the summit, what message do you have? And they said to me, we want people to remember who they are. I was like, okay, what does that mean? And they said, it's getting to know your soul. So go out, look at modalities, go for therapy, sit by yourself, write down, journal, do all of those things. And I said, well, why do we need to remember who we are? What is the purpose of that? And they said, you know, sometimes remembering who you are, it is okay to help others. Sometimes it gives you a huge ass ego and you get a huge head. Sometimes it's because you're bored and you have no idea what else to do in this world. There's many reasons why we should, you know, remember who we are. And then they told me a story, which I'm gonna share with you. So I have uh, an acquaintance, which is a couple. So we're gonna call them Jack and Jill. So Jack and Jill have never been overseas. They've never traveled. And they told me that they have been saving for years to go to Bali. And I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, as a traveler, I'm like, oh, you guys are gonna enjoy it. So they went and came back and I met up with them. And I was like, how was it? Tell me everything. I want to know every single detail, what you did, lay it on me, I want the tea. And they had nothing but complaints. They didn't enjoy the flight. They didn't enjoy the hotel. They had problems with the hotel. Um, they just stayed in the hotel. They just stayed by the pool. They drank and they had burgers and fries. And I was just in shock. I just sat there, I was like, eh. Okay, wait, let me just get this straight. You spent all this time, all the money, the energy and the stress to go to a place that's so beautiful. They went to Bali and you did the exact same thing that you do here at home, you did there. You stayed at home or you went to the pool, drank the exact same drink that you drink here, ate burgers and fries that you get here. You did all of that in Bali. I, I couldn't, and listen, everybody um, deals or expresses themselves differently. We all, you know, traveling is different for everybody. And that's fine, I respect that. I just felt so sad that they missed the opportunity to get to know the people, to walk around in the city, to try the foods, to, 
experience life there, to try something new and do something adventurous and maybe put your life at risk, but that's what traveling is all about. And I was just so shocked. And then the dragon said to me, yeah, exactly. And I was like, what do you mean? And they said, you guys, <laughs> you earthlings are like Jack and Jill. The truth is we are not from this planet. This is not home. We are from you know, lifetimes and dimensions away. We are from different galaxies and planets and all these things. This is not home. Earth is your vacation. You only have a limited time here on Earth. Just like in vacation, you have two days, three days, a week, two, maybe a month. This is what your life is here in this human experience. And a lot of us, when we start to remember who we are, or when we're going through the spiritual journey, or even if we are atheists and we don't really care, a lot of us look at this life as, oh no, this is crappy. Just like Jack and Jill, uh, the hotel sucks life sucks money it's it's hard people suck we we have these ideas and the dragons are sitting and watching us and being like look at these idiots they have this opportunity in front of them they are creators they have source energy within them so they can create whatever it is they want on this earth and they are on vacation and they're busy moaning about corruption government crazy things, you know, what's your gender, all these things that don't really matter. Yes, it's, you know, you need money to survive. Yes, it's okay to have inclusion. We, we need work, we need jobs, we need friends, we need all of these. But at the end of the day, we are here to have fun and to enjoy and to really make the most of this incarnation. Um, you know, a lot of us, we tend to go into hermit mode. We take away, and yes, it is needed. Sometimes hermit mode is needed when you are learning new life lessons, um, getting downloads, upgrades, and all of that. But why it's happening and why it's important to remember who you are is because you are source energy. And because everybody else is source energy, we are all connected. So you are connected to your friends, your family, the person who's 10 million miles away from you. You're connected to the crackhead at the garage station. You know, you're correct, connected to the murderers, the rapists, everybody, the animals, the plants, the planet, galaxies, dimensions. And when you understand that, you realize, look, there's no point in running away. There's no point in being upset or getting angry with people because we are connected. So if I clear what resonates, if I resonate with somebody and they make me angry or triggered, let me clear that and let me heal us together. Let me heal myself so that I heal others as well and we can lift and raise the vibration. So they said it is very important to remember who you are, that you are source energy and you can raise vibrations and change frequencies and create and explore so they're saying, go out and explore, have fun. Yes, take the time to relax, but meet new people, learn new languages. Yes, you know, you can learn light, light languages that from other galaxies, 
but you are on a planet that has like a million languages also learn those eat the different foods there's only things that you can do on earth that you can't do anywhere else so let's use that opportunity get to know one another spread your wisdom spread your light you are meant to be in the world you are meant to share and you are meant to have fun um, and healing it is a heavy process it is heavy and when you go through the dark night of the soul it can be quite dark it can be depressing and it is needed because it helps us shed all the heaviness mm -hmm. to get us to a place where we find our light and our source and our higher being but they're saying also have fun do all the crazy things <laughs> meet people have friends try the ice cream you know join competitions do whatever you can to make this life exciting and fun and they said make it so much so when you leave and when you are going to your actual home you can look back and say you know what that incarnation that was a good vacation guys that was the best and that's the aim. So whether you are a healer, whether you are a dragon, whether you are a businesswoman or um, a house husband or you know a teacher, whatever it is that you are, make your purpose to be happy. That's all that the dragons want you to remember. Um, we tend to complicate things and analyze everything. There's no need. <laughs> if you make your sole purpose to be happy, and the sole purpose to just share love, that's what it is, bottom line, um, to just be. And you emanate that energy out to everybody around you, to your pets, to your family, um, to friends, colleagues, everybody, you just emanate it out. So please, and remember your soul, connect with yourself, send yourself love, send yourself compassion, um, do nice things for yourself. Take yourself out. Um, you know, if you have family and everything's busy, tell them Saturday 9 to 10 is my time. Switch the phone off, soak in the tub, soak your feet, lie down outside naked. Do what you <laughs> need to do to rejuvenate. And call upon the dragons. They are always ready to help. They are always ready to be there with you. If you have problems putting up boundaries and it's scary, if you are in a you know scary situation that you don't know how to get out of, call upon the dragons. They are ever willing to help you. They will be there, your backbone. They will make sure you are safe. They, are, they will make sure that they help you the best way that they can and for your highest good. Um, so I would like to, as the dragons are telling me, I would like to do a quick session. We're going to bring in my dragons and we are just going to emanate that feeling of being grounded, being a human being or being a spirit in a human um, experience. And we are going to fill it with love. We're going to fill it with joy. We're going to fill it with adventure. We're going to fill it with fun. So I'm going to bring in all that frequencies because, you know, like I said, healing can be a bit much at times. So let's loosen up. Let's, let's bring in the fun. 
let's bring in some happiness, some jokes here and there. You know, dragons also like to have a good time. So I invite you to um, get ready. Um, if you are sitting cross-legged, that's fine. If you have your feet touching the floor, that's also fine. Um, I'm just trying to see if they, okay, they'll, they'll take care of it, all right. So if you would like to please close your eyes and we're gonna take a deep breath together. So we fill in the belly, fill in the lungs, fill in the throat, hold it and then release it slowly. So we're gonna take three of those belly breaths. So let's breathe in deeply, okay, breathe in. Hold it. And breathe out. Deep breath in. Hold it. And breathe out. Deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. I like to call upon all my dragons, my spirit team, spirit animals, ancestors and guides to please come through, to please put us in a bright white light protection bubble. Please keep us safe, secure and grounded. I'd like to invite all of my dragons to please come through the father dragons of all the elements to come through as well and the guardian dragons of the realm to please come through and please send us your frequencies send us your vibrations send us your love and your compassion help us remember who we truly are that we are source energy we are powerful, we are creators, and we are here to have fun and to experience. We are also here to learn, to grow, to expand, and to share our wisdom. Now, I now send frequencies of excitement of adventure, of fun, of pleasure, of pure bliss, of ease and flow. And I send these frequencies and energies through a bright white beam of light. And flowing down your neck, down your body, your arms, down your legs, down your knees and out through your feet, connecting with mother earth energy. And as the light flows through you, it fills you with so much hope, with peace. With joy, with inspiration, 
with motivation, with compassion, and so much love. It fills your entire body. And this energy starts to emanate and pulsate outwards. It fills the room that you are sitting in. It fills the building. It fills your surroundings. It fills even more further than that. And you just send out this energy of pure love. And it is unconditional. It is free. It is beautiful. And as you're sitting in this energy, you send gratitude to yourself because you have spent time and energy multiple lifetimes just to be here at this very moment. You send so much gratitude to yourself because you are here and you are living and you are making the most out of life. And sometimes life is hard, but you still push through. And you send gratitude to your body, to your organs, to your cells, to your blood, to your brain. You put your body through so much stress and worry, but it is still here. And we thank our body. And then we thank our higher self, our soul, our spirit team and our dragons for helping us remember who we are and our power and our strength and what we are here to do. And that us simply existing is enough. We thank them for being with us, for protecting us, for helping us, for being with us during the hard times and during the good times too. And we send all of our love and compassion to our higher self and our spirit team, our ancestors, our spirit animals, the dragons, our guides, the angels and the demons. We thank all of them. And we're gonna take a deep belly breath together to integrate this energy, to bring it internal and to help us remember this energy. So whenever we're feeling stressed, whenever we feel like 
we alone in the world, whenever we feel like we have no one, we feel alienated, let us remember this energy and know that we can always call the dragons, we can always go through this meditation to connect us and to remind ourselves of our power. So let's take that deep breath together. So breathe in. Hold it. And breathe everything out. And when you feel called to do so, you may open your eyes. Please have a drink of water, you guys. Stay hydrated, especially when you do energy work or healing. Sometimes you might feel dizzy. Um, toxins get released in the body. So to flush them out, we've got to drink something. Um, so make sure even a few days after any healings, continue to drink water, hydrate, eat well, um, and look after yourselves. So I'd just like to thank everybody for joining me on that meditation and to thank the dragons as well. And whew, that actually felt nice, that felt good. <laughs> um, I am on all social media. If you'd like to get in contact with me where we can talk about dragons. Um, I have events on social media. Um, I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And let's connect because we are here to talk and to share and to hold space for one another. And I think it's really important that we do connect and to know that we are not alone in this world, although sometimes we do feel like it. And um, take the opportunity, reach out. There's so many healers out there. There's so many um, people out there, not only healers, there are good people in the world. As much as we are surrounded by um, all the crap, there are good people out there. There are um, good experiences out there. There are good adventures out there. And if you don't have good examples of what those are, if you don't know what a you know, healthy relationship looks like, if you don't know what friendship looks like, um, if you don't know what stability looks like, call upon the dragons and tell them, guys, I need better examples in my life. Direct me, show me to the people who will help me get there. Don't be afraid to you know, make new friends and sort of leave the old ones behind because in all honesty, when you remember who you are, you don't really leave people behind because we are still connected. And it's okay. It's okay to sort of separate from family, from friends, from old energy. It's in the understanding that it's because you're expanding and growing that you understand that, okay, it's okay. So that I can send love to them still. And I can help them grow through me. So, you know, don't um, limit your power. You are unlimited. And you <laughs> are worthy of so much more and you have no idea. Um, I'm just 
telling you what the dragons are making me feel. They're like, these guys have no idea how powerful they are. Um, but they are on a mission, definitely, to make sure that all of us do remember. And they are ever help. So reach out um, to me, to Kev, to everybody on here. We are more than willing to help you out and be there with you through the hard times, to celebrate you through the good times as well. So please reach out to us. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> They're very to the point, these guys. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. I had no idea they're gonna um, be like that. I, I loved it. That I was so it. to the point. Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm on fire. <laughs> <sighs> and I'm gorgeous. like, Is there anything else you want to say? They're like, no, we said it. They need to know. And I'm like, okay, I'll just sit here. <laughs> We, we heard it. I, that, that that was beautiful. I felt all the energy come in. I felt inspired and loved and, and everything. Yeah, and um, the fun bit, I, I, loved, I loved the idea of the fun part. That That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah and we're not Jack and Jill. Don't be Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. It's true, though. It's true. We do. Yeah. We do that. Yeah, people do. Yeah. Yeah, it was at the, I was like, mm, yeah, that's hit a bit of a nerve for me as well. Sometimes I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, no, they they um they hit me with that life lesson really hard. Cause I was like, no, I want a farm. I just want to be on a farm with all my animals, you know, <laughs> live off a grid. <laughs> I'll yep. plant my own vegetables. And they were like, No, there's so much in the world. Why don't you wanna, you know, enjoy it? And I was like, Oh yeah. And then when they told me that life lesson and that story, I was like, oh my God, I'm Jack and Joel. <laughs> it hit me hard, man. It hit me hard. I think I think we if we all if we're all honest with ourselves, we're we've all been Jack and Joel at some point. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easy, it's survival, isn't it? It just it yeah. just flows rather than putting your head up across the parapet and you know, the abuse that you might get. Yeah. yeah. Play, play, playing safe. Well, actually, I've got one question. I was, I was reading through your, your beautiful bio, and it, it says she's a guardian dragon, mother of the realm, and also holds a seat on the 12th Dimensional Council. Yes. That's an amazing line. What, what does it mean yeah. in English? <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to figure that shit out myself. Um, <laughs> what it is, so, um, so you get the dragon realm, right? And the dragons, they look so cool. They have the ability to go really low in vibration and really high as well. So they can go to the depths. So where the um, demons are, but you know, demons have a, like a bad connotation. It's where the demons are and they can go to where the angels are. And if I can put in perspective, um, if you are familiar with Lord Shiva, yeah. Lord Shiva is also from the demonic realm where he can go in both the lower frequencies and the higher. And that guy is crazy. I, I don't want to say I have beef with him, but uh, I'm like, oh, this guy, so much drama. For his wedding, he invited both the demons 
and the angels to his wedding. And I'm like, this guy. It's fully <laughs> inclusive, isn't it? It's fully inclusive. <laughs> he, he is. And I love that. And that's what the dragons are. They sort of can go anywhere and everywhere. And when I connected with the dragons, um, when it first happened in 2019, for three months, and I'm not even exaggerating, every single day for three months, I had downloads, but they were painful. Like I was on the floor, extreme heat, because when the energy comes to just heat up um, and I didn't know what was happening. And they were basically activating me and um, sort of upgrading me to allow me to interact with them um, and all their frequencies. And they told me when I was feeling it, I could feel like heat and it was like scratching. And I felt like I just wanted to tear the skin out from me. And like, I wanted my scales and stuff to come through. It's like, I just wanted to rip the skin cover to, you know, unleash. And I kept hearing mother of the realm, mother of the realm. And eventually I found out that I am one of the guardians that protect the dragon realm. So that's why like mother of the realm came up is um, I'm part of those dragons that protect that realm and see who's allowed in and who isn't and stuff like that. Um, and that's when I met the elemental dragons that explain the elements to me. And I'm still currently going through lessons with each of those father dragons of the elements so that I can understand, you know, fire, air, earth, and so on and so forth. So while I was doing that, um, I know I'm from different galaxies and planets and stuff like that. Um, I know I'm from different timelines. I'm able to travel and stuff like that. And I always see the council. So, you know, Earth is the um, third dimension. Then you get the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension and all of that. And I always see there's 12 of them that come through and I know they are in charge of all the dimensions to make sure that all of them are in balance. And, you know, people always say, you know, there's up to eight or there's up to 10. And they told me what they showed me is 12. They show me 12. And there's like 12 of them in this like huge table. And they all sit there and each of them um, make sure that they sort of patrol the dimensions and make sure that it's in balance. And that's another hard lesson I had to learn is that in order to be happy, there has to be sadness. And in order for there to be life, there has to be death. So that was a hard lesson for me to learn because, you know, you have to have that heaviness in order to feel the light. Um, you have to feel poverty in order to appreciate abundance, things like that. Um, and they sort of make sure that everything stays in balance or they try very hard and then they send like the dragons and, and spirit guides and stuff to make sure we get to a place where we can make sure there is a balance. And I learned a few things from the council and 
like that life lessons. And only recently, I'm sorry, my mind, I really don't know which year I'm in, which lifetime I'm in. Sometimes I don't even know. And I look at my mother, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> um, I think about two or three months ago, I feel one of the people on the council, um, you know, decided to do like another job. We think, you know, once our lifetime here on earth is done, it's, no, there's lots of things we can do. We can become angels. We can become spirit guides. We can learn different things and incarnate on different galaxy planets and all of that. So I think one of them did that and, uh, you know, a seat opened up and I was busy having lessons with my dragons. And then they said, you know, there's a seat open. Do you want it? And I was like, the responsibility. I don't know. Because I'm like a nut. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm floaty. I, you know, go where I want to go. If I want to chill, I chill. And I was like, oh, the responsibility. What do I do? And, you know, the dragons just laughed at me. And they were like, you're sort of already doing it. When, when you um, are responsible for yourself and because of law of attraction, law of cause and effect, all the 12 universal laws, automatically you'll start doing that for other people anyways. Mm -hmm. So they're like, it's not that pressurizing. It's not so huge that you can't do it if you simply love yourself and respect yourself and, and put up boundaries for yourself and things like that it automatically will, you know, emanate to everybody else. So I was like, okay, cool. That, that helps me breathe a bit. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll do it. I'll, I'll be on the council. And ever since being on the council, they've made me have those events that I host. I've never done that before. Um, I've been, you know, sharing more wisdom all the time. Even now, all of a sudden, to be connected with you, it was just out of the blue. <laughs> I don't even know how I got here. I'm still like in shock. Um, and it will probably grow. And I, you know, you have that feeling, like you said, it's gonna go maybe a two day summit. This, that. You already have that inclination that, okay, this is just the beginning and there's gonna be more and we're gonna expand and we're gonna grow. So. I already know that being on that council and making sure there's balance, um, that I'm gonna speak more and, and be out in the world more and to promote balance. And I think um, because of the way we are in the world right now, we sort of tend to forget to love ourselves. We tend to forget that we need to have fun. Um, and that it's okay to have fun and it's okay to laugh and, and just do dumb shit, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, I feel like I'm the perfect one to promote doing dumb shit. <laughs> you know, let's, uh, you know, who else could they ask but me uh, to just remind people to laugh and have fun and express yourself and, um, I know they're gonna bring more opportunities to me where I can promote expressing yourself and um, bringing, you know, 
joy into your life and to others as well. Uh, so that's what being on the council is for me for now is bringing that balance. And from what I'm seeing, um, we are not having fun on earth. And with people that I'm talking to, everybody's stressed, everybody's angry. <sighs> Cancel culture is just going wild. I'm like, what is happening? So, so far, that's what the council means to me. And uh, it will probably change over time, but uh, in the beginning for now, it's just bringing balance in. So, um, I'm still a bit nervous because I'm uh, still a newbie. I'm a freshman <laughs> on the council. I have a lot to learn as well. So like I said, I'm still going through lessons. And um, when they bring in more lessons to me, then I'll be able to share it with everybody else. Because I, I think their perspective and how they see things is very different to the modalities and stuff we've been taught through Reiki and all these other things, not that they are wrong, they're absolutely true, but looking at things from different perspectives just gives you a broader view on life and what the soul is. Um, and that, you know, with Jack and Jill, they brought that in and it just went straight, went ding, I'm, I'm like, yes, I get what you're saying. Um, so a lot of their lessons, does involve calling me out <laughs> all the time and being on my case, but it is what's needed and it needs to be shared. Um, and yeah, I don't mind being the guinea pig for them to try out the lessons on. And it's, it's been fun. It's been, it's been hard. I've got to be honest. It has been rough in the beginning. Um, because you go through those questions, oh no, am I nuts? Are people gonna judge me? Um, can I say these things out loud? Can I tell people I'm a dragon? And, and not have them think I'm, you know, completely lost it and send me to the loony bin. It's like, you have all of these anxieties, you have all of these questions and it's okay to have those questions and it's okay to have anxiety, it means you're alive, um, but it's to work through it. And I love that another reason why you're doing the summit is that you have people who you can talk to. Like, you know, my family thinks I'm nuts. I don't know who to turn to. Can I just talk to you? Um, can I tell you what dreams I've been having? Can I tell you my experiences? I just need to talk to somebody to make it real. Sometimes we need to do that. Um, so I love that this summit is up and running so that there's people all over the world and we can all connect. And it's nice having so many different people because they bring a different vibe and a different energy. And you may not resonate with somebody, but you might with somebody else. And it's nice to get to know each person so you can feel their vibe, feel the energy, see how you feel with them. Do you feel safe? And I think the main thing is, do I feel safe with them? Can I be vulnerable with them? And that's how you sort of choose who it is that you connect with and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's also very important for people to understand is um, realizing that it's in your vulnerability is where you find yourself and your power and your truth. Um, and having people there to protect you during that time and to stand next to you during that time is huge. 
And we might not think it. We think, you know, we're just sitting here talking nonsense. But it really means a lot to people. And growing up, I didn't have anybody. I wish I had like a summit or somebody to go and talk to and say, there's dead people standing in my room. I don't know if it's real or not. They're telling me things. What do I do? You know, um, it's scary to say such things and for somebody to go through. And by doing this and having technology and being in this world where everything is hustle bustle and phones and laptops and computers, um, it's also good because we get to connect. So we, we see the positives out of it and we shift our perspectives and we appreciate it and we spread it and we have fun with it. So um, yeah, a lot of work ahead of us, but I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. And I feel like I'm coming to a place where it's more me. I didn't feel like I'm a healer because I said, it's like a lot of responsibility and oh my gosh. And then people would tell me, you're a light warrior. And I'm like, no, I don't want to fight. I just want to like eat chips and watch movies. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I'm not a fighter. So I don't feel like that either. And now working with the dragons, I feel like, yes, I'm the one to bring in the balance and to empower people. So I always say I am a self-empowerment practitioner. I help you remember your own power. And um, I think that's huge. I made up that title. I don't know if that's a thing, <laughs> but it best describes what I do um, is simply to help you remember your power and make you feel it. And I am a safe space creator. So I keep my energy open for anyone and everyone. Um, even yesterday, I had that event about abuse. And I said, it's not only for the people who have been abused, it's also for the people who are doing the abuse because they are also going through things. They also need healing. They also need a safe space. So again, bringing in that balance aspect. It's creating a space where anyone and everyone can come and be vulnerable and say, look, I messed up or I don't know where I'm going. I need help. I don't even know if I'm willing to accept help sometimes, you know? It's keeping that space open for everyone to come through and just be and allow them to just be. And um, I think that is really important. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes total sense. I mean, it's a beautiful message, and I, I love that explanation. And I'm, I think we should all be honoured that you're on the, the council, representing oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think they they made an impeccable choice. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Oh, thank you for saying that. Because usually I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> What's going on? But yeah, it's I great. appreciate that. You're doing it with love and fun and, and without ego. You're not doing it for your ego, you're doing it just because you can. Yeah, that's it. That's absolutely it. Um, I was speaking to Vin Dragonheart, Vin Nolan. He's also on the summit. He's the one that actually showed me the summit post and that's how I got on. And 
we were talking about purpose and you know Vin he's very passionate it's you can't see like this is what he wants to do he's like in it and he sends the energy and frequencies and he knows everything that dude is like a library and I'm like yo what is my purpose do I feel like I'm here and just healing or you know what am I doing what is my purpose and I even asked my family, what is my purpose? Because I honestly don't know. I, I feel like, I always tell this to my family, I feel like in Pirates of the Caribbean, I feel I'm like Jack, where, you know, the compass, he doesn't have a heading and the, the thing is just spinning. Yeah. I feel like that. I say, I don't really have a heading. I'm just taking it day by day. Um, so what is my purpose? And I was like, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? And I'm like, I just want to be happy. And I was like, okay, that's my purpose is for me to be happy, but so much so that when I come into contact with people, they get happy and I influence energies in a positive way. And everybody is just happy and enjoying and having a good time. Um, so I don't know if there are many people who have that purpose. I don't know if it's like a, a proper purpose, but I don't know. It just, it feels like that's what it is for me. Um, do I know what I'm doing tomorrow? No. Do I know what I'm doing next week? No. I have no idea where I'm going to be in a year's time, but that's okay. And I think it sort of suits the purpose and even being on the council. It's, you know, to show by example that you can have fun and you can be able to see the dead people and speak to spirits and be out in the world and go have fun and, and join meetings and do all of those things because we are so vast. We don't have to stick to one specific thing. And you can always recreate yourself. You can always um, create a new identity for you. Today, I want to be a teacher. Okay, let me see how that goes. No, I don't like it. Tomorrow, I want to be an actor. Okay, let me try it out. Let me do drama. Let me see how that goes. Oh, no, that sucks. You know, let me try something else. There's always space to grow. There's always space to change. Um, and there's always space to try new things. So I think that's where I am right now. Um, <laughs> just ready and open to trying new things and discovering. I still feel like I'm a traveler though. So I'd like to travel, but they haven't, they send me my spirit everywhere, but they don't send the body. I'm like, guys, send the body somewhere. <laughs> let's go somewhere, let's have fun. Um, but it's probably in the pipelines. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I haven't been on a plane um, in 2019, how everything got started with the dragons. Um, life has been tough. It's been really tough. We, you know, growing up, like I said, in apartheid and then coming out of it and then trying to mingle. I was never aware of what that is. I just made friends with anybody and everybody. Um, but life was a struggle trying to come out and break out of, you know, the boxes that people put you in. And it, it, it's been, it's been tough. And then 
you know, we, we grow a little bit and then something happens and then we feel like we fall all the way back down and then we grow and then we fall back. And it's been a constant theme in my life. And is, even as an adult, um, I got a job in Dubai. So I went to Dubai and I worked my ass off, but it was good. I, I you know, did whatever I wanted to do and then I traveled and everything. And then um, they broke into our house here in South Africa. And my grand was 90 at the time and they still attacked her. And I was like, what kind of people do that? She's 90. She's literally skin and bones. Why are you attacking her? They attacked her. They like locked my cat in the cupboard. They beat my dog. It was, it was rough. So I left work there, came back um, home to, you know, sort out the energies here. It was just, it was bad. Um, work through it and everything. And then grand passed away, but it was a good passing. I think she had a good, uh, the angels and stuff came for her and stuff like that. So it was, it was okay. Um, then I was like, okay, where do I want to go next? I'm like, I want to go to Sri Lanka because I feel like it has the beach there. I like the weather. Um, I can work near the beach. I can have fun. The food is amazing. That's where I want to be. So I spent whatever savings I had to move to Sri Lanka. So I moved there and everything was going well. I obviously spent all my money, you know, getting an apartment, buying an iron, a broom and all of that. And then terrorist attacks happened and they were attacking um, the foreigners because they didn't want them to come and invest in a country. So they were bombing where I was staying and it was madness. And, uh, you know, I called my parents, they managed to buy me a ticket, get to the airport, find out there's bombs in the airport, hear the bomb go off, thinking, okay, it's my time, I'm going to die now. <laughs> and going through all that trauma, eventually got into a plane, came home. And I don't remember like two or three weeks after that. Um, I think I just managed to get home. And I was at the beach. I was at the beach in Sri Lanka. So I was still in my costume and I was wearing a corset costume. So it had like boning. So even on the plane, I couldn't sleep. I had to sit like this. And if I wanted to sleep, I had to sleep like this. <laughs> and I remember coming home and there was still sand from Sri Lanka on me. And I was like, I can't believe this. Like just a few hours ago, I was like in my happy place. And here I'm back home. I couldn't grab anything coming home. So I had nothing. I came with absolute nothing. I spent all my savings. I didn't even have clothes. Um, and I just sat there and I was angry with my team. I was angry with the gods. I was like, what is happening? How is this what life is? Is this what is meant for me to just constantly be broke and alone and just unhappy is this is this what it is and I was so angry with them I just remember being so angry and I said to them you guys better show me something you better give me something show me something because otherwise I don't want to be here and you know we've all had those dark thoughts we've all been there and I said to them I don't want to be here and I know if I tell my granny no one that just passed I'm like I know if I tell her come get me she'll come get me. So y'all better. Yes, I tried to blackmail the gods, but <laughs> this is what happens. And I said to them, give me something. 
I don't care what it is, just give me something. And the next day I woke up at like two o'clock in the afternoon because that's what happens when you're in depression. And um, mm -hmm. I got a message mm -hmm. on a WhatsApp group. They were like, um, there's a spot available for a free Reiki course. And I was like, oh, Reiki, isn't it that, that thing? And I'm like, oh, it seems boring. How is that going to help me? You know, how is it going to help me to survive and to feel better about myself? I'm like, oh, no, this is just crappy. And then I said, well, I did blackmail them. I did say, give me something. Maybe this is it. But that message was posted like eight in the morning. And now it's like three o'clock and I'm in the afternoon. And I was like, okay, it's probably taken. Let me just message. So I was like, hi, is it still available? Like what's happening? And the Reiki master called me and I just unleashed on the poor guy. I told him everything. I was like, this sucks. Why is it always me? I am a good person. So they tell me if you're good, you get good. I got nothing. I literally have nothing. I'm wearing my mother's underwear. You don't understand. This is, this is the worst. And I just, I let go on the poor dude. And he's like, you know what? You got the spot. <laughs> Come in for the course. And I was like, okay. I still don't know how this is going to help but okay. And I went for the course. The first day, I didn't feel a damn thing. I think because I was so closed off. I didn't feel anything and everybody was like, I feel it cold and I feel the energy and they're saying it's masculine and feminine and I don't know what they're going on about. And I was like, yeah, I don't feel anything. There's nothing happening here. And, um, you know, my, my Reiki uh, sensei, as you call, he was like, that's okay, that's fine. And the next day uh, is when I really opened up and I broke down and I let go everything and that's when I sort of realized how closed off I was and since then that's when things started really changing when I started to not see my abilities as a curse because for the longest time I felt it as a curse because when I was a child like 12 13 I had you know, the past on people come to me and tell me how they died. And a lot of the time, because I was so open, it's the people who had trauma, who needed healing in order to pass over that came through. So I had, you know, girls telling me, you know, how they got raped and murdered and they'll take me to the spot. They'll show me who raped them. They'll show me how they got murdered. And it was terrifying for like a 13 year old to see such things. And I honestly thought like, this is the worst. I am cursed to go through it every single night to go through the horrors. And I had no idea that these poor people needed the healing. I thought I was just cursed, <laughs> you know? And um, after going through all of that, to eventually have it, start to make sense only in 2019 mm. and to accept it and to truly come into my own power and to understand what that power is and what that ability is and that all of us have the ability all of us um 
can do what we do. Everybody can do it. And um, that I've got to let people know because I know how hard it is and how horrible you feel when you're in that dark space, when you just don't want to be here anymore. And, you know, I <laughs> blackmailed my team to get me out and not everybody feels that way that they can speak to their team like that. A lot of people don't have proper conversations with their team. They think if I'm angry, they'll smite me or, you know, I'll get punished. So um, it's nice to have somebody there that's going to talk to you about these things and allow you to be angry with your team and to say those things. And because it really helps you to get out of it. You can't get out of that dark space if you don't express it if you don't let go of that anger um, and who else can you let go of that anger with if you can't do it with your team, if you can't do it with your gods and goddesses and higher power, um, you can't do it with anybody else. So do it with them and, and they are loving and they are compassionate. They're not gonna hold anything against you. They're not gonna judge you for it. Um, and I feel so bad for my dragons, but sometimes I just lose it and I just start yelling. <laughs> And then I'm like, do you guys still like me? <laughs> and, and the truth is that they do and they understand the human experience and they understand what we're going through. Um, so to have them there, and again, because they can go to the different realms, they understand the entire spectrum of the emotions that we go through. Whereas I feel angels are very cutthroat. Like they don't play. Um, they are there and you do what they say and you get it done and they bring out the sword and the light and the wings and the eyes and everything. They, <laughs> I don't feel like they will give you leeway. Whereas the dragon understands, um, you know, what we go through and the dark stuff that goes through our minds. Um, and also saying that we go through dark things is very important. I think um, when you're on the journey, a lot of people think that you've got to be in the love and the light 24-7. We must send love and light and um, we don't even acknowledge the shadow aspects or the darkness. And that's not balance. Mm. That's, you know, not understanding your whole entire soul because your soul is, does have the anger, it has the jealousy, it has the spitefulness, it has all of these dark or negative aspects. But in order to have balance, you need the positive and the negative. And it's in, the trick is what they told me and what they taught me is to feel the darkness, to feel the anger, feel the sadness. The trick is to not get stuck there. And I think that's where a lot of us have the issue is where we get stuck in that heavy, dark, black hole, and we don't know how to get out. So they saying, feel it, but feel it to understand why it's there in order to move you forward, in order to move you out of it. And I think a lot of us don't know how to do that. And that's why the lessons that they are bringing um, is really important so that we learn how to do it. And the more we do it, it's easier, whereas, you know, you think your problem is a huge mountain and the more you understand life, it, you know, goes down, down, down to a speed bump to almost nothing. It, it's the recovery time is shorter. 
So um, that's what they brought to me is that there is, or there should be a recovery time. There should be a time where you have to sit and think and contemplate, but get right back up, keep going. Um, so that's also a really important lesson that they brought to me, which was very nice. Um, so yeah, going through all of those life lessons and the hardship and understanding it's it's been a long journey but i do not regret any of it um because i had to go through all of those things to get to where i am now and it does let me relate to more people it does allow me to speak to more people um, because I've been in the exact same situations as a lot of people that are having a hard time now. Um, you know, I've also, like people say, I have no money. Yeah, I also didn't have any money. I didn't have any clothes. Um, I felt completely lost. I felt like a zombie. I couldn't feel anything because I tried to block out the bad stuff. I eventually blocked out the good stuff too. Um, so I'm really grateful to have gone through all of those things. Um, the traumas that people go through, it's, it's just allowed me to connect so much better and also to give tips and advice because a lot of people say, just send yourself up. Yeah, but how? How do I get out of that dark place? What's, give me the daily. So I wake up in the morning and then what? You know, um, so I was able to get proper tips and advice. Okay, when you wake up in the morning, get out of bed <laughs> number one and it's hard but just you know roll and go out you know <laughs> it's it's those daily tips and tricks that you know i've come to learn and the dragons give me as well that will help people regular people because it is hard it is hard um but it's not impossible and I like that. I like when they say it's hard, but it's not impossible. And for me to be an example of that, you know, coming from constantly being put down and having it rough to a place where I feel like I'm stable, I'm secure, I feel protected, um, I'm growing. Do I know where I'm gonna be? Like I said, I don't know. But I'm happy. And I think that's the difference because a lot of us, we are working, we are pushing, we are hustling. We, we have money, we have the house, we have the cars and everything, but are you happy? And we don't ask that question of, are you happy? People ask you, no, are you married yet? Do you have kids? What's the job? What's the car? All of those questions, but nobody asks you, are you happy? Because I've seen people who have all of those things and just hate life, you know? And um, it's very difficult to explain to people who are still in that mindset of you need A, B, and C in order to be happy. Otherwise, you're talking nonsense. And here I am with no A, B, and C at all. I don't have any alphabet, <laughs> any letter in the alphabet, but I am happy. And, you know, looking back when I, when I was working and, you know, I'm fancy, I like fancy things and stuff. So I bought and I went out and I did all of these things. Um, you know, I was also in good shape. I, I went to Dubai as a lifeguard 
So, you know, I was working out, you know, doing all those things. But looking back, I was so unhappy. Although to the outside world, you know, I was traveling and all of this and being a lifeguard and all, it was all fancy, but I wasn't happy. And even in Sri Lanka, where I thought this is my happy place, at my absolute core, I wasn't happy because I was, you know, hanging on to all the crap and all the heavy stuff. And I wasn't being my true self. I sort of denied the abilities part of me. I denied that I could, you know, uh, travel to any dimension or see things or whatever. Like, although <laughs> most people, it's the opposite. They like, yeah, I can do this and I can do that and I can see this. And for me, it was just the opposite. I tried to be more human and completely leave that side out because I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was. Um, and then you get people on the other side where they just want to be, you know, in the ethers and completely leave the human part out of it. And um, being in a place where I can appreciate both is super powerful. And I think that's where the true power is, is when you can bring in both and you can go in both. And that's the dragons just full on there because they can go, you know, anywhere. Um, and there's just so much power. There's so much wisdom there. And there's, it's just a nice place to be because I can go anywhere. It's like chameleon vibes. I can go anywhere in the world. I can have conversations with everybody, anybody, it doesn't really matter. And for me, that is the most exciting thing that I can literally <laughs> speak to anyone go anywhere and have fun either way and because I can do it and I've been through it and um, what I've done has been tried by me and tested and I've made it through it everybody and anybody can do it um, so uh, I'm excited to share that that anybody and everybody can come out of no matter what you're going through um, if you love yourself enough and really want to make this life a vacation, then you go ahead and do it. And you don't let anybody stop you, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at and I'm happy the dragons came through even after my blackmailing attempts. <laughs> um, and they forgive me and they're still with me and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just been exciting and it'll probably, probably get more exciting. Uh, like I said, it's just, this is just the beginning. And I, I find, you know what I find really interesting? That when you speak to a lot of people, the dragons really stepped up and came through around the same time. If you look at, um, if you listen to a lot of people or the people that I've talked to, they really got like a fire lit or really got pushed around this time, 2019, 2020, like 18, 2017, that's when the shifts were really big. And I find that very interesting um, when I talk to people from all over uh, that that's when they really got a nudge when they decided to start a job or um, 
decided to start something, it's around that time period. So I find that fascinating. Interesting. We'll have, we'll have to ask everyone that's uh, on this, watching this, when, when did you get called to the dragons? What, yeah. what year was it? Be interesting to see. Maybe we have a little graph, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That would be really nice to see. Sure. I think everything you you sort of said is 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 why you're on the council, and you, you were talking about balance the whole way through mm -hmm. that balance that the, the dark and the light, you know, the the sadness and the happiness. Is there's like a spectrum, isn't there? And you're covering the whole thing rather than just mm -hmm. staying in just happy. You've experienced the deep sadness, and that's yeah. why you're on the council because you've seen either end of the spectrum, mm -hmm. and you understand that life is a balance between the two. Yeah. It's moving all the time, <laughs> so true. Makes total sense. Mm. I just Beautiful. find it funny. I'm like, I always tell them, "Thanks, guys." It just took me having a near-death experience to get me <laughs> to sort out my nonsense. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, but you're stubborn," and I'm like, "Yes, I know." <laughs> but like I said, I'm 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 truly grateful that things have happened that way and turned out that way um, because it's just helped me grow, really has. Um, and like I said, I can share that wisdom with people. And that's uh, really good. I, I still don't know, like I said, I, I was um, a lifeguard. I did sports science uh so you know fitness trainer and stuff like that and then in sri lanka i was working with kids and i was doing um summer camp here in south africa and stuff like that i don't really like i would like to travel but i don't know what job i would do and people ask me like what job do you want to do and i'm like you know i started dragon flame healing i'm with the dragons it's very difficult to have a follow-up after dragons, you know what I'm saying? Um, and being, you know, a lifeguard and working in a water park and everything has just been so fun. I'm not sure what I want to do next, but I'm excited for, you know, what the dragons will um, guide me towards uh, and see what the next adventure is and where it's gonna be. They also wanted me to make sure that the business is purely online so that no matter where I am, I can still do the events and still talk to people and connect and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool on their part. Um, so that, you know, I know they're allowing me also to go into the world again. And I also feel like no matter where I go, I can still talk to people and share that wisdom and see how people are feeling. Are they happy? Um, because everybody feels happiness and sadness. Um, it doesn't matter which part of the world you're from, or what language you speak and what your culture is. Um, we can all connect on that level of, are you happy? Um, so I'm excited to see, cause I haven't traveled since then and since the, you know, coming into the dragons and awakening that aspect of me and being on the council. I haven't traveled since then. So I'm also excited to see how has travel changed now that I have different perspectives and a different appreciation of humans and what it is that we all go through and what we put out into the world. Um, 
So I'm also excited to see how it's going to change. And then at the same time, I feel like I was <laughs> doing the crazy things before. So it'll probably be just as crazy now. Because um, I'm always in with the locals. I travel, most of my travels I've done alone. Um, and I actually liked it that way because I found locals and they say, <laughs> usually people are like, yeah, no, just come meet up with us. We're going to have a party. And then they don't expect people to pitch up. But there I am by the door. I'm like, hey, <laughs> can I come? Um, so I've uh, really made a lot of friends because of that and because of the way I am. Um, so I don't feel like it will be much different in that me finding friends and going out and having adventures and stuff. But I feel there will be an aspect where I have the conversation of, are you happy? And, you know, what's bothering you? Let's talk. But it's it, in a very um, natural way because a lot of these conversations come up naturally. It's not like I'm in your face. Tell me how you're feeling, you know? Um, and I think in that way, I can also spread the wisdom and spread the energy through the travel and getting to know people. And it will be on a broader sense um, because not everybody's on TikTok, not everybody's on Facebook, not everybody's on YouTube. Um, some people just don't like social media at all. Um, so actually going out into the world and meeting people and having fun, I think will also be good experience and you know will be fun for me to see I'm excited to see everything I haven't been on a plane um you know long distance since the attacks so I was nervous thinking about it being on a long flight and how will my body adjust because immediately you know your body holds on to traumas and stuff and I've done the healing I'm I'm interested to see how I manage, you know, being on a flight again and going out. Um, I'm one of those people who would literally throw myself in the deep end just to see if I can make it. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll probably do that soon, inshallah, God willing, um, if they allow me to go traveling. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes of it and I'll, probably be on social media sharing the experience and what I've found and stuff like that. Um, especially when it comes to trauma, um, mm -hmm. a lot of people keep traumas and people don't even know they have traumas. Sometimes, you know, something happens when you're little and you have no idea how you hold on to it and it carries throughout in your adulthood. Um, just being born is traumatic. To a baby um, a lot of people when you do trauma healings it goes way back to actually being born and coming from the spirit world into a container now that is keeping you it, it's traumatic for the soul because i was free and now i'm in a um, meat container thing <laughs> um so it's it's interesting for me to see how the healings have helped and to see if it's worked because I'm still I still want evidence 
because why not? And um, to see how the healing has transformed me and how I go through it. Do I cope? Do I get a panic attack or do I enjoy it? You know, I, I like to have fun with my healings also and to test the gods. And I don't think they might. <laughs> I'm sure, um, I'm sure they don't if if they did you'd know i'm sure <laughs> yes i would know for sure um i give lord shiva a hard time man i really don't know how he puts up with me <laughs> i really do give him a hard time um but yeah that's what makes it fun that i can be my complete self with them yeah. And you're, stand, you're standing in your power as, as an equal with them, aren't you? Which yeah. Is, why, why not? And it's beautiful yeah. that you embody that and you're doing it with fun and you know, people can see that. People can see your journey. They can see where you've been, what you've done, who you are now. And they, as you say, anyone that's in a dark place can go, hold on a second, she was, look at her now. She, she's amazing now. Look, I, that could be me as well. That's yeah. beautiful. Just, just being yourself is is showing other people they can heal themselves. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and any any sort of last messages for all these beautiful people? What if you could say there's thousands of people out there? What what would you say to them? Oh, you guys, there's just so much love for you. There is so much love for you, and you are absolutely worthy and deserving of everything and of love. And don't let people tell you otherwise. And we are conditioned to believe that we have to work hard and we have to um, you know, be acknowledged by others and we have to please others in order to get that love. And it is simply not true because you are pure love and we've just forgotten about it or we, we've been taught otherwise. And that's okay. That's our journey. It's not to blame anyone or to be angry about it. It's to understand that, you know, they were also taught that way. And they were also um, not shown that they are pure love too. So it's in that understanding that we need to be the ones to show that love first and to show it to ourselves. Our number one priority should be ourselves. So whenever somebody asks you, you know, who's the one person you love the most, you must say it's me. And truly live it and be it. When you go to sleep at night, set an intention. Tomorrow, I am going to give myself more love. Tomorrow, I'm going to appreciate myself more and my body more. Then when you wake up in the morning, before you even touch the phone, or if the alarm goes off, Switch it off, close your eyes while you're still in bed and say, today, I am going to put an effort in appreciating myself more. I'm going to do one thing today to show myself love and to show myself gratitude. And then at night, after the day is over, take some time, five minutes silent sitting and think about your day. What have I done today? Did I show myself respect? Did I show myself love? Did I appreciate myself? If not, let me take the time now. Sit in silence. Dude, you did a good job. You worked hard today. You walked around. Um, 
you might have had a fight with a colleague, but that's fine. You said what you needed to say, power to you. I just appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for all the hard work you do. Thank you for working so hard and then still coming home and cooking. Thank you for checking in with your family. Um, just thank you for being here. And I appreciate you and I love you so much. And you sit with that energy. So you send all of that to yourself because what that does is what you put out, you get back. That is the law of attraction, law of manifesting, law of cause and effect. So when you start sending yourself that love, when you start sending yourself that respect and that energy and the compassion, automatically, without even realizing, you'll start attracting people who also love and respect and, and know what it means and feels to send compassion. So you'll start attracting you know, better relationships, relationships that resonate with you more. Um, you know, friends and colleagues, even family, we don't realize through our DNA and DNA is a powerful thing. When you heal your own DNA, because your family have that same DNA with you, when you change yours, you change theirs too. So you don't even realize just by you sending love to yourself, how many people it heals and how many generations, even if they're not here with us, you still heal that spirit, you still heal that soul you still heal that life lesson. So let us, um, what can I say? Let, it, let us make it easier for ourselves. Let's not complicate things of, okay, I need to first heal in a child, then in a teenager, I need to do this. I need to do ayahuasca. I need to do the Reiki. I need to do this. I need, let's bring it down. If you don't have the money and the time for all of that, Let's bring it down. Simplify, simplify. How do I treat myself? Do I treat myself with love? Yes or no? If it's a no, let me make that my goal. Let me make that my resolution of I am going to love myself more. And then do the daily things. Write down notes. I love you. Stick it everywhere. Stick it on the fridge. Stick it on the mirror. Stick it in your car. Um, record yourself saying nice things to yourself. And when you're feeling really low, play it. Um, when you're doing a meditation, play songs that make you feel good. It doesn't have to be meditation music. Meditation can happen while you're painting, while you're dancing, while you're doing something that you love. It's just a state where you're flowing and where you feel present and where you feel in your body and you feel happy. So if you really love, um, you know, Elvis, or if you really love Stevie Wonder, play the songs while you're meditating, play the songs while you're cooking uplift yourself, make yourself feel good, create your happiness, create the world you want to live in because you have the power to do so. And, and you can do it. I believe in you. We all believe in you. You do it. And if you get stuck, that's absolutely fine. Reach out to us. We are here to help. We are here to share wisdom and we are here for you. We are here for each other and we can share our stories. We can share our struggles. We can share our um, wins, we can uh, share everything. And this is what we are here for, is to uplift each other, to love each other, and to just be happy. So please reach out and, and truly be happy and focus on your happiness and work on it.
and uh, we will be here cheering for you on the sidelines. That's the dragons. That's what they're saying. <laughs> they really are the best cheerleaders. <laughs> so yeah, all the best you guys and, and um, please take this opportunity and grab it with both hands and uh, let's make this the best vacation ever. <laughs>